Welcome to Bleed TV, the podcast, the best shows on TV. And I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight is that Game of Thrones. This was episode 604, and the director was... Good old Sackheim again. Came back for a second running. <laughs> Unfortunate. <laughs> what, what, what was the title on this one, bro? Book of the Stranger. Book of the Stranger. You got any idea why it's called Book of the Stranger? I mean, they mentioned the Stranger once. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. Give me so, some book knowledge. Give me something, guys. So the stranger is one of the uh, gods of like the seven faces, or the old gods, and he's kind of like the old ferryman. Like you put no, the no, two no, pennies. No. Stranger's a new god. Is he one of the new gods? He's the book of the seven. He's the mother, oh. the father, the well, warrior. Uh, okay, yeah, the old gods. But I meant it's not the Reddit god, Rahala or anything. He's one of the seven. Which he's is one, one of the new gods. I'm snoring over here. Just while you two talk about gods. But I mean, he's like the ferryman and everything. He's the god of death, but he also ferries so you So basically what you're life. telling me is, unless you have book knowledge or have read it, you really didn't, wouldn't have got that from this episode? They've brought up The Stranger a few times through the seasons. Okay. All right. Well, I'm clueless. So I'm going to average it as the novice who didn't get it. But anyway. Well, uh, I mean, if there's a couple fairy people here, and it, it was a good time. Speak for I yourself. Thought. No, I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> What do you call it? What, what y'all's thoughts on the episode overall? Uh, 90% slow on this one. Amen. This was one of the slowest episodes I can remember in a long time. Slowest episode four. Yeah, I was, was going to say for an episode four, it was very slow. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's one of those situations where I had such high expectations for an episode four. It really was a killjoy that I had to wait to the last four minutes to figure it to have a <gasps> yes moment. Yeah, I agree. I, I just kind of took out my own rule, which is to not go in with these super high expectations and super like enjoyment and ready. And like my name was all antsy, just waiting for the big things to fall into place and fall into place. But they just didn't happen. Now, maybe a couple moments they thought were going to be bigger that didn't really hit for me. But you really, you're right. You kind of had to wait till the very end to get the big moment. And really, to be honest with you, like we spoke about last week uh, when Cash and I talked, was is that we were expecting a big moment with Drogon to be the savior for her. Was not expecting what we got at the end, which we'll save that for the end of the cast. But exactly, I just uh, it, I guess what killed me was my expectations, and that you know, and that's that's my own fault, you know, because I mean, don't get me wrong, the episode had some really cool plots in it, some different twist things going on, so, you know, but overall, it was slow. I mean, it was slow, but I thought this was probably my favorite episode of the season. Not mine. No, I, I still like episode one and two better. Yeah, I would say this is not necessarily my favorite, but as much as like my expectations weren't necessarily met, it's still fantastic television. Yes. It's not like you're not riveted. No, it's no, just no, no. slow. I was glued to the TV as I always am. Yeah. You know, there's a reason you sit on the edge of your seat and you have your favorite beverage watching this and you don't leave the couch the entire hour and five minutes you're there because yeah. it's that kind of show. You know what I mean? I don't ever pause my DVR when I'm watching this. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't. Never. Never. You know Couldn't I mean? do it. But did you feel the extra length? Because they said this one was going to be about three or four minutes longer than the Yeah. What do you call it? Of course, my DVR cut off right as the preview gets ready to start for the next <laughs> season, which is okay. It don't bother me none. But I got the full episode. I was pretty pleased. Yeah. I mean... I, I didn't actually feel it because I feel like that extra four or five minutes was the whole Danny scene. And you're so like riveted and stuck glued to the TV. You're not watching the clock. Yeah. Because no. Game of Thrones is one of the only shows I actually stare at the clock. I actually look like, okay, here's a little slight down moment. I'm checking the clock real quick on my phone. How much more time do I have? It's like, yeah. 
oh my god, there's only 30 minutes left and they haven't done anything. You know, know. So. <laughs> that just makes you want to watch it even closer because you're exactly. like, at any moment now, they're going to thrill me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, um, so where, where would we even start tonight? Where, you know, where would you go with it? Because there, there was a lot. I mean, we hit a ton of characters. I mean, was there a plot line that anyone wasn't feeling? I'm done with Theon. I'm sorry. I mean, the, his Hill deal with his sister... Uh, I mean, like well, I said, I'm ready for that rock to fall off in the ocean and that part of the story be gone. I mean, first off, you're telling me he traversed the entire north and made it to the Iron Isles in an episode. That is correct. I mean, the rest of the time it took Sansa to get to Castle Black, Theon went to the Iron Isles. Yeah, he caught what he crossed almost all of Westeros, didn't he? he I mean, he crossed right past Winterfell. Whoa. The northern half of it. He yeah, crossed. yeah. The, the biggest part. Yeah, I mean, so... I mean, that's pretty bad for me. And like you said, but, I'm over him. I'm sorry. It's just me. Like, I'm tired of the pitiful, the whole nine yards, you know. I'll help you. How? No I one's going to respect him. Nobody. I mean, everybody knows he's, a, you know, now he's, you know. He's a eunuch. He, yeah, he's basically a eunuch. That's right. He's got the bun with no dog in it. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, I'm just, I don't. He's going to be picking up the wine all the time, according if, to Tyrion. If anything, he's going to hurt his sister's opportunity or chances. I mean, having both of the previous King's siblings on the same side, I don't think that's going to hurt anything, but... I don't know. He, he, you're talking about he basically portrayed several men who died, who, the ones who did make it back. So, I mean, I just don't see it. What this does uh, is it changes a big book plot. Yeah, this would be being... a little different because Theon's not at... Uh, the Iron Islands. The Iron Islands during the King's Moot stuff. So this would be a whole new twist on the plot that we're not aware of well i uh, i don't get it that's what i say I, that's one thing i'm not feeling at all you know uh, i i kind of hate you say that because i feel like the guy for some reason i can't remember his damn name the actor yeah. plays theon um he's just awesome alfie alfie so, allen yep is just fantastic at this character i, mean, I think he does a phenomenal there is nobody that i think i could reimagine his character with another actor I just don't. I think his storyline. He's one of the people who could take it, a throat, you know, throat dagger, and be done. And I'd be like, "All right, moving on." I mean, it's hard to watch him at this point. He's it doing is so good. It's tough. It's tough to me. It is, especially since we saw how good of a character Theon could have been all yeah, throughout. Yeah, his potential was throughout, and then, yeah, it, 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 he is. He's, uh, he's a he's shell. A he's a yeah. shell of a man. In multiple instances through this entire series. And I mean, that is how he is in the book. I yeah. mean, it's tough to watch, but he's just doing it perfectly. Yeah. I mean, so that right there. So that was one that had kind of dragged on me. I'll be honest with you. Most of the rest of the stuff I was okay with because it really built on some plots. There were some other little things. I mean, the Marjorie stuff to me, the Marjorie and Laura stuff, I was like, just throw it out. And, uh, and anything with Tommen, let, let's get it out of here. Let's they're this. setting us up for something big there. And I think they're building on it. That's the big boom coming. And so I think they're giving us all these little details and all this setup and all this emotion to throw a big rope of dope at us. And I'm really, I'm, I know what you're saying and I agree, but there was a reason we got to see, you know, the queen of thorns get pissed off and we're going to get sold. Well, I mean, there's a, there a reason that Tommen is where he's at emotionally and mama's playing the strings. And there's a reason for a lot of that stuff. And so I think that storyline's really going to, you know, I mean, develop into something really epic. I was fine with Queen of Thorns and everything, but the Marjorie Laura stuff, I thought that was just, hey, you know, we're still paying these people. Let's give them a little bit of screen time. 
I don't know, man. You, you gotta mm. understand. I was the same way as you. When it was just the High Sparrow and Marjorie talking, I was like, blah blah blah. Here he goes. He's manipulating again. But then when he, you know, when she comes into the jail cell and talks to him and starts whispering about, you know, you've got to be strong. To break you. Yeah. You've got to be strong. He's like, they're gonna want me to confess and all this stuff like that. You can tell that Marjorie's not buying his BS. Oh no! Well, I mean, we Marjorie's playing the game just as exactly. much as he is, and I'm digging that part of it because now, when Price, you know, the High Sparrow did yeah. his whole monologue, now he's an awesome actor too. Oh, fantastic! I mean, it was just so it was creepy. Like, I was just soaking it like a dry sponge, you know. But as soon as that got done, I was really worried that, like, oh God, does that mean like he's got another one eating his hand? And like Jake said, she goes in there and she completely flips the script and says, "Look." They're going to feed you this. This is how we're going to handle this. you got to be strong. I've got a plan. I, I mean, I love it. But, okay. I mean, to me, I already knew that. Because, I mean, that's how she's been portrayed the entire time. Yeah, she well, she's always been Cersei. rebellious. But this is the first time I've ever seen her having a cunning plan. No, nah, I mean, she's been like that with Cersei the entire time, throwing snide marks underneath, just like the Queen of Thorns. But we've never seen her brought low before. So she could have easily gone the route of Cersei, Tommen, kind of rolled over and showed his belly. Yeah. She is appears to be showing her belly, but in a tricky way. I mean, she yeah. did it with Joffrey, though. Like, I mean, I'm saying, like, to me, it's just repeating what I already know with her. I hear you. I, I don't know. I think it's two masterful manipulators at their best at each other. Yeah, but she can't ma- manipulate with her feminine wiles like she usually does. Yeah, well, this is what, this, if she can win this situation, it'll show you what, how good she really is. And I think it was important to see Loras weak. Broken. And like he, I think he will be a major liability to his own family very soon, if not already in bad shape. Because he's saying he's already said too much. Oh yeah, he's done. Yeah, you know. So he, he just wants this to end in any shape, way, or form. He, yeah. He's almost Theon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah he's Theon too. Point <laughs> Yeah, there, there's no doubt there. Well, did did we like the reunion? Did we like? I I was pleased that we had that as soon as this episode started. I got to be honest, I was so close. To just cussing at the TV because I thought John was going to leave and she was going to show up a minute later. I know that. And I was right. like, we've had too many of these close calls. It is time for them to finally get a moment. Is this the first reunion in five years of a Stark? It's the first Stark reunion. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it the was brand, brand John was the closest you'll get. And they didn't even know each other were in the same spot necessarily. Well, you know? Brand knew, but John didn't. Right. So, I, I mean, I was super pumped to see them. Dude. And un- it's crazy. It's these are the two on the end of the spectrum. Yeah. You know? The oddest of the pair, you know? I mean, they didn't even really like each other. Yeah. They didn't. I mean, even they didn't even showcased it with their conversation. You know, and the other thing is, is that I mean, message boards and the internet blew up about people getting all emotional and crying and all this kind of stuff. Don't get me wrong. I didn't get weepy or anything. No. But I did I did think it was a, it was a solid it was moment. It was the first time we've had a real, real positive, you know, redemptive point about something like you said i was fearing that they were going to do the drive by each other oh know? man <laughs> devastating furious yeah um but i do i also like on a slow episode they sure got to it sansa's like winterfell winterfell let's go yeah time to for i'll war. do it with you or without you you know you, yeah. know, I, you know this time to buck up i'm glad know? they're not wasting time with a lot of like no yes no yes yeah. back and forth crap Oh, well, I mean, no. John was kind of doing like the no, yes, no, yes. At first. At first he was, but within an episode, we have come to a conclusion of gaining armies and making a plan. Well, that was because yeah. of a very important letter that got sent. That yes. Uh, 
uh, important, yes. Uh, no, th- this no, was no, no. M- no. This is massive for book readers. Oh, is it? If you were following Twitter or something like that, and you saw a bunch of people go pink letter, pink letter, okay, all over it. Do explain. I'm novice. Right. In the in the book, it is an actual pink letter. It's like paper that's kind of like the yeah. The Boltons use pink blood. as their like uh, wax as well, and it's, the letters made out of presumably human flesh. Right now, did before y'all finish here, did I see the shield and the wax mark as a person on an X upside down? Yeah. Flayed man. The flayed man. Okay. Yeah, that's their sigil. Um. Now this is right out of the book. You know, as far as they changed a few things according to what's happened, but pretty right. much down to the detail. So this is pivotal, huh? Oh, this is huge fanboy stuff right here. Okay. And it was cool how they did the end of the letter and then made Sansa read it. Yeah. You know. Oh, it added uh, some spice to it when they did it that way. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, you yeah. can even see Torment's face. Like, who are we dealing with? <laughs> but oh, well, not, well, right now he was with, spending time, a lot of time with the googly eyes. Yeah, I mean, not his only great face. <laughs> yeah. Dude, let's be honest though. We're talking about two awesome breeders yeah, right I mean, here. This could be, well, you know, Juan Juan Little. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, in the books, Tormund's been known to have sleep with a giant or two. Yeah, that's why he's Giant's Bane. is because he's one of the only people that's killed a giant, supposedly. But also, been a few giants. How about that? And a bear. <laughs> Had slept with a bear. <laughs> Didn't have to go there, you know. But yeah, um. but I mean, the the faces that he was making at Brienne were just hilarious, and I was loving oh, every second gosh, of it. Gosh, Brienne, you know, I've, I'm gonna be honest with you. This episode for Brienne was awesome for me too. Her conversation with um, Davos and Melisandre. <laughs> How about um, two callbacks? Yeah. Finally, we get Davos asking about Princess Shireen. Yeah. And finally, Brienne comes. Oh, he's dead. I was disappointed that we didn't get a. He didn't get his answer. He's like, "What happened to the princess?" And then she walks up and goes, "I know what happened," you know. And that, but we didn't get the answer. Nope. You know, I kind of, I was kind of curious why they cut that off. Well, I was kind of curious why Brienne said, "I know what happened." Like, I guess she was just assuming that Shireen was killed in the melee in the battle. That's the only thing I could figure because she wasn't there to watch a good barbecue. No, no. Everybody who watched the barbecue was gone. They're all dead. Oh yeah, all dead. So, I don't know. Still cool. Finally, Davos hasn't just forgotten about it. And then her coming back, sword drawn. I don't know if you noticed that. Sword was at her hip. You know, she was toting it around. It was like, mm-hmm. I never forgive and I never forget. Yeah, because basically you're <laughs> looking at the witch that killed her king. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she really, realistically, she could have hacked both their heads off and walked over there and had her supper. <laughs> well, and she's well aware that the one who used the blood magic is right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and with how uncomfortable Davos was asking these questions, it makes me wonder again, why was he so friendly with her to help John? Like, why did he want this blood magic that he's been against the entire series? Because Stannis knew John was important. Remember, Stannis wanted to legitimize John, to give him the North, to join his battle. But, I mean, he's been against her the whole time, and he's already against her again. So, I mean, like... You mean Davos? Yeah, Davos against Melisandre. No, Davos made the change, remember? After yeah. he she finally sent the signed, smoke he, baby. he finally saw something good she could do. Yeah, you know, I think he realized that Stennis was not what he thought, and John is the chance at something that is truly what they were going for. I think Stennis's intentions in the beginning were right where they needed to be, but things went dark and went south, well, you know, quickly. Like they said, Stennis is bronze, like bronze or the copper. It just doesn't bend, and so. 
I mean, his intentions were always good. He just wasn't malleable enough to change with what needed right. to be done. And so that I think that's the whole deal. And so Davos is just attaching, which is fine with me because I think that's one of my favorite characters. You know, and I, oh I, yeah, I, he's an opportunist in he a way. Is. He has he, to be. He attaches himself to the next. He never wants to be the man in charge, but he does want to be involved with the man in charge. He is just a, a great advisor, you know. A, yeah, you know, he's a Tyrion. Very much so, in his own way. Yeah. you know. And I think he gives pretty damn good sage advice most of the time. I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no doubt there. But I do I do love, yeah, you know, Brienne's like, yeah, I, I know exactly what happened because that's when I executed him, you know, <laughs> yeah. and so on, and walks with away pride. with her swagger. You so know? I'm still... A bit disappointed that Stannis died off screen. Yes, that is a big letdown. Yeah, I, even, I would have. What been... is the purpose of that? I mean, they have never held for anything. I mean, seen a lot worse death. What, how hard was it to see? Even if we were from behind the tree and we see his head roll away, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I mean that was a missed opportunity to me. It really was. I mean, that's a maybe they just was won... that was just something to set up that maybe he survived or maybe Brian yeah I think they it. just wanted a little bit more theory crafting and everything something and to you know realistically technically he could still be alive and Brian was just <laughs> but I doubt it now she's no, no liar yeah she doesn't lie so when your sword's named Oathkeeper you're not throwing out lies <laughs> no. and she's probably the last legitimate true knight in the all of Westeros too so yeah well, Bron, Bron's a knight. That is not true knight. That is no. not. You're, you talking about oppor- you're talking about opportunist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that dude is dark, brother. Yeah. And I, yet again, we did not see Bron. Very I, I, upsetting. Hey, you got your little finger fix. I don't want to hear <laughs> it. Some fix that was. Instead, we, you know that. Now I will say his manipulation of the, the little boy from Rod Dale, Aaron. you know, and almost killing the heavy set general. What was that guy's name? Oh um, man. You know, Sir um, Royce. Royce, yeah, yeah, and so on. It was cool to see him about soil his armor. You know, he realized he was about a second away from, from getting run through. How yeah. much? How uncomfortable does Royce look in that breastplate? And stuff? Uh, he looked like he was squeezed into it all the way up to the neck, to the gills. You know what I mean? Was, <laughs> I mean, he looks like a turtle. I'm gonna be honest with you. If he could wield a sword in that, I'd give somebody five bucks. <laughs> I just don't think he could lift his arms to wield a sword in that. But, you know, he is like the master of arms. He's like one of the guys that trains the knights and stuff. I mean, he looked he like he was having look. a good time training the young one. Yeah, it looked like he was, <laughs> he's been training some donuts. Guy. A lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> the pastries are gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah, Robin Aaron's archery skills. Oh, my Top God. Top notch. Douche. I mean, this kid. It good. looks like he would shoot himself with a bow and arrow. He has gotten even grosser looking uh, I know it man and that, nothing that against this actor but dang <laughs> is that makeup because that's the pastiest flesh you have ever seen uh, he looks like bad. like a zombie almost like he's got what is that called ligaments or whatever uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. all I know is if that's the future <laughs> there is no future you know? but whatever it's cool that Littlefinger has manipulated him into well, actually found- bring the Knights of the Vale out of the Vale yeah, their military will now join with the North. Yeah. Maybe I mean they got to pick which side they're going to join. Well, they've already said they were going to join. So they're going to protect Sansa. Snow, yeah, and they're going to get Sansa back into Winterfell. And so I mean, we got to figure that, the Vale hasn't been touched. So I mean, they probably have three to five thousand troops. Oh yeah, at least at probably. least, and then you add the Wildlings, which is two thousand, give or take. And then if they can get, 
another house to join. I mean, it shouldn't be much of an issue, but now they're going to have to go testicles. through the Umbers to get to Winterfell. Is that not correct? No, Umbers is as far north as you can get okay. before the wall. Yeah. So like, they're actually so, they'll go through Winterfell to get to them would be more the way it would be. I thought the Umbers were closer to the Black, Castle Black than Winterfell. They are. The wall then why is, would you not why would you not have to go around them or go through them to get to it? You understand Winterfell is south of the Umbers. Exactly. You're proving my point. So if you're at Castle Black, which and then you go to the Umbers and then to the Winterfell. That's I thought you were mind. talking about Littlefinger's army. I'm sorry. No, I'm talking about Castle Black. Because they're talking about leaving there to go. They went down to Winterfell. They'd have to go through the Umbers. Yeah, because the Umbers are already dealing with the Wildings that have already crossed over the, the wall. So we know that they've already had some skirmishes. So, like I said, I'm hoping that the Umbers are pulling a, a rope thing. That's right. Yeah. Um, it's not looking good. <laughs> yeah no shit after this episode okay number one biggest appointments of the episode Asha why was she even brought back why was she even brought Asha back Asha was what was a prominent character for what season one and two yeah and then disappeared With and then Rickard. comes back and has two minutes of screen time to get stabbed in the throat I mean there was zero point of even bringing her back I was Dude, such a letdown man I'm, I really liked her as a character I mean they've killed off a lot of folks but that was one I call a mistake oh and I knew as soon as she tried to seduce him she was dead Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, as soon as they showed the knife over there, I was like, there's no way they're going to give you the play before she does it. You know what I mean? That doesn't make no sense. And then he started calmly talking about Theon and how he cracked it. I was like, oh, get out of there. Get out of there, run. Yeah. No. And it was knife to throat. I mean, man. It was such a... It was, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a brutal death, and you know, realism, but... Abrupt. I, very abrupt. I just... I really thought this was a miss. I hate this. Because I... I really like her as a character. We know she can fight. We've seen her fight before a little Ain't bit. Ain't gut people. Like, you yeah, know, she's no joke. I just would have rather seen her... If she was going to die, fine. But let her go down with a fight. Well, I mean, she know? went down with her words. She was throwing barbs at him still. Like, do you eat them? And like, even Ramsey was like, what? Why, why would I eat them? Like, kind of taken aback <laughs> by it. Then I've seen worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm, it was a miss. So, it, it was all. It was a. It was a bad loss in my mind. Weird so, thing though. I'll just ask y'all. Did y'all think she was pregnant? She did look thick on the bottom. Yeah, she was looking a little bit heavier. Do you think maybe they just cut her out because she's she was due? Maybe so. Because she. Oh, I got to research she, that. She I definitely looked could, pregnant. She did. She really, really did. I, I noticed still, the same thing. I still don't see the point of bringing her back then. Well, it's just because I mean, you have to character. tie up that loose end. You yeah, because well, I mean, you just say she died and Rickon somehow made it to. I mean, it's just a small mm, thing. That would be another bad way of killing a character off screen. We don't want that. At least kill her on screen. She wasn't know. a big enough character for that to really matter, though. Well, I mean, she's a, she's a fan. You're right. Yeah, I mean, if they really killed Shaggy Dog off screen, that's more devastating. Yeah. You know, which not- I don't believe that at all. I'm telling you, <laughs> there's no Literally. way that little that little bitty wolf head was. Shaggy dog. I'm they sorry. They want to spend the CGI on it. With as quick as Osha is gone. I'm sorry. The knife was bigger than the head. No, I'm not. I'm not going for it. No, nah, that's Shaggy dog. Yeah, I'm afraid. I think so. Piss on both of you. <laughs> that's what I say to that. Um, Trust me, I'm the yeah. number one hoping that the Umber situation is fake. Yeah. But I mean, I want all the direwolves possible because there we still got Nymeria, Ghost, who we didn't see this episode, which I thought was weird. I thought he'd at least be around Sansa or something. Or at least a cameo. Yeah, and um, then we've got Summer. Yeah, and Summer's still alive. So we've got three more. Which we never see Summer, even though it, 
he's with Brand constantly. I mean, the guy's crippled, so the direwolf shouldn't be hard to find. I mean, shouldn't. at this point, he ought to be riding summer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Brand's about seven feet tall at this point. That's so. true. Yeah, but those direwolves, you saw, remember the season one direwolf? Yeah. That's beast. Yeah. You remember Rob's direwolf? Yeah, yeah. That thing's a monster. Oh, I mean, direwolves are massive creatures, but I don't know if he's going to be riding some. Ride that like a horse. <laughs> Genuine style. Well, My pony. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, God. We just lost two listeners. Anyway. No, once he starts dancing, that's when we're going to lose <laughs> them all. Hey, it's uh, an audio podcast. Yeah, yeah. really. You know, my eyes are burning, yes. Um, <laughs> let's move on to Marine. And, you know, I didn't say this earlier as being one of the negatives, but I wasn't a fan of the Marine thing either, bringing over the, you know, the slave wise traders and, and the wide ma- the masters like that. I didn't mind it just because it gave Tyrion a little bit more talk time. We it see did, but this. his supposed plan and what he offered and all that stuff, I don't see it. If anything, it put him in a bad situation for what we found out later that happened to me. It, to me, it puts him in a hole. It pins, him, it pins him in a position that is going to make it very difficult. No, because he showed that you can't rule with absolute power. You need compromise. And I thought that that was a good thing. And Missandei even learned to accept that. I don't know about that. I think she's just supporting him because she doesn't really have another option. I don't know, man. I think that was important to show that Grey Worm... And Missandei both backed his play when the chips were down. Grey Worm didn't necessarily back it. He just didn't end up stabbing Tyrion in the process. Exactly. And but see, you, to me, that just shows lack of confidence. <laughs> them to me, it's no, but I mean, disagreeing. Missandei ended up using his quote, even. I, I totally hear you. But like I said, they don't have other options. I mean, whatever Tyrion goes with is basically the option they have. Like, and they can voice their opinion. And they, yeah, they did it. But what I'm saying is, is when Danny comes back, and you find out that he did a seven-year trade for something that she ended, and much her she one of her names is Breaker of Chains. You think she's going to be like, "Great job, woo!" Or is she going to be quite mad? I don't know. If it brings peace, legitimate peace, and calms things down, that could give her be like, "Okay, things are on we, the we right track." So, are you telling me now the Marine story is done? The sons of Heart and Howard are going to leave him alone, and everybody's happy-go-lucky? Possibly. I mean, this could be the thing where she's like, "Look." If I'm coming back in seven years, and if there is still slavery, all of you are dead. This is the transition we're hoping for. Yeah, I mean, this is what... So you're trying to tell me this is her way going Westeros. It has to be. This is her motivation to get out of Dodge. I mean, do we want to see her go back to Astapor and all these places? No. Gosh, no. I mean, the only other place that she can go besides Westeros is Melisandre's home city of Asai. Which there's still a lot of talk that she might need to go there, but it would be big for the show to do that at this point. But yeah. also, let's not put it past the fact that the wise masters could easily betray them. Oh know? yeah. So they if say that's that, but... the, if that's the case, say next episode or two, we start seeing some betrayal of Tyrion's, you know, deal that they made, then well, how... Tyrion could flip the script immediately. Well, how would you even betray it? All he said was, you can keep doing slavery, but by seven years, you need to find a way out of it. And we have to offer a way out of it, but he didn't offer that. So there's no way to betray it unless all of a sudden... The only way I could say a betrayal is the Sons of, Harp- Sons of Harpy still continue to attack. That's what I'm saying. Marine, he said, will no longer have slavery at all, right? And the Sons of Harpy have to stop attacking, which means the Wise Master has to tell them, stop attacking, all right? So if any attacks happen... 
in Marine, you know, after these guys leave or whatever, deals off immediately. And then, yeah, then, we're, then we're back to square one because we still don't have Queen there yet. She's on her way there. <clears throat> she's on her way. We're gonna, we're a good clip away. And but she's I, got 10,000 Dothraki. Oh, no. She's got a lot more than 10,000. Yeah, way more. We're, we're hundreds of thousands is what we're looking at. So we're at. talking about probably the, the largest army there is. Oh, Easily. definitely. Yeah. But now, and, extremely large army without armor. Now, it's a little different. So, well, there's, there's supposed to be the baddest jokers there are, correct? Yeah. No, the Unsullied is the baddest soldiers out there. Uh, this show does not portray it that way. <laughs> no, no, they don't. They sure like, don't. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, the Dothraki look a heck of a lot more intimidating and bad than the Unsullied do. But it was like 200 Unsullied took out like, what, 10,000 Dothraki in the open combat. So You got to remember, too, remember Jorah fought a Dothraki, who was clearly better skilled than Jorah. Jorah's not even a person at this point. But Jorah had plate armor. You no, close no. your mouth. Not this episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sorry about this episode. Not this like... episode. Season one. Yeah. Literally, when he fought one. Remember, he had full plate armor on. And that's... It was just enough. I mean, you couldn't... He couldn't... Yeah, the uh, like he didn't even know what was going on. Right. So, you gotta understand. When they come to Westeros, everyone they fight, other than Wildings, will be plated oh, armor. Not necessarily... Like, I mean, they'll have, like, the leather armor, but very few people have the full set of heavy armor. Doesn't matter. A knighted or a mounted horseman in armor will be pretty deadly against even another mounted Dothraki. Now, they have sheer numbers. Yeah. So you're hoping it would be more or less smothering the other army. Well, you know, just like in history, you know, you have 10, if you have 100,000 versus 10,000, I don't think the 10,000 is going to pull their pants up and go, let's roll, baby, and go, you know. I mean, I mean we see what unarmored uh, the church people are doing. I mean, they're striking fear into everybody. And they're, they're using the baseball leather clubs. Bats. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, it's like the Brave 300. It's <laughs> 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 so, yeah. I think a couple of not necessarily trained Dorthraki, but <laughs> war-tested Dorthraki are going to do a lot more than the uh, militia. Yeah, I mean, you think of the Warriors of the Veil? They've not been in a battle in ages. Ages. Yeah. So these are untested, you know, softies. And, and you he, remember Braun fought one of their best guys yeah. and embarrassed him. Yeah. Well, and even then the <laughs> Moon Door, his corpse, that's right. They're not necessarily known for their valor because, I mean, they sit at the top of their veil and just well, start shooting in, arrows they're in, at people. They're in, a, they're in a, uh, a bottleneck location. It's impossible for numbers to win. Yeah. The blood and, gate. Yeah. yeah, and so that's that's their whole defense is their location is their best thing for them. And let's look at their master of arms. You know, he, he's eighteen donuts in. <laughs> so it looked like he ate a couple of the arms. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it, but I mean, speaking of marine, how do we feel about the uh, dynamic duo coming to rescue their queen? Um, I think it was. I liked. I look. I started liking their dialogue better. No, to me, I like the you know questioning each other and he goes I love the whole you know what do I have to you know, I, I, I kill an old man I look like shit and I, if I, you know, I lose my old man I look like shit you know and I was like <laughs> that is the best line of the episode you know yeah, and then him finding just, the grace you know the oh I thought that scale. was just way too convenient and you know, lazy uh, I don't know How I think Jordan now I think now it's that has become the liability you know yeah and you're too old you don't have the strength to ride the dragon. Yeah, I don't know if your heart can handle it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I thought some of it was nah, good. How Jory didn't just stab him right then and there, I, I don't know. i tell you what I think it is. Dario, which it's crazy. This guy not playing Dario, he was in like 
Treme and stuff like that. This dude's a great actor. The women he slept with on screen, I mean, that is a list that any man would drool over. But he does seem very clunky in the show to me. Do you like the original actor better? I like the look of the original actor better, but he wasn't any better as an actor. This guy's definitely a better actor, but I still feel like they can't nail that Dario attitude that people love in the book, man. Like this guy's so disappointing that I probably just wouldn't like anybody unless they actually try to cast him correctly and do his attitude right. But I just don't see the dialogue fitting, especially with Jorah. I got you. Just you remember, you remember Davos is uh, the black pirate guy, Sal. Yes, his that attitude, that pirate like attitude, but in a badass fighter is Dario. Yeah, okay. and of course, in Dario, supposed to have like purple hair and all kinds of crazy look, blue too. beard, and every like because yeah, the Tyroshi they change <laughs> yeah. the color of their hair whenever they want to. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's his attitude. It's not necessarily yeah, his he look. doesn't it's carry his... the swagger that he's supposed to. He doesn't have the swag. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of what I was getting from that. So I don't know. Like I said, I, I enjoyed this part. I mean, I, the way they were going about the whole why do you break your heart, why do you do this, I admire it, I respect. All that was blah, blah, blah. And then we finally look at each other and go, listen here, old man. You know, this was more what you should expect. You know, I could barely hold on. Yeah, you know, so uh, I was good with that. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Them getting into the city and running around, you know, when they're supposed to be just going in there with no arms. If you're going to run around and play sneak. Might as well carry the You might as well be carrying. You know, I I didn't get that. Uh, To me, it didn't make a lot of sense. Because if you're going to pass yourself off as merchants, you should be walking around as normal as like anybody else. Yeah. You know, instead they're, you know, know, hiding in the shadows and running from here to here. You know, I I didn't get that. And the second they run in and encounter somebody, they're immediately snuffed out. You know, (laughs) I just, I was like. Well, the other main thing was, it's not just that he was stabbed. They're like, oh, they see a stab wound. It's over. It's blood at all. Blood is not supposed to be spilt in this area. And that's why the thing when Cal Drogo murdered Viserys, he used the melted gold. No blood was spilled. They kept that. But here it's just like, oh, no, that's not a big deal. It's just that he was stabbed. It's like, eh, this no. is pretty massive. But you got to remember, they talk about Dothraki weddings, Dothraki everything. And it's like, but that doesn't happen in the city. Um, I understand. But they say people either get laid or they die. And yeah, I mean, if, they, of, if it's not that. three deaths, then it's not a real wedding. Well, didn't he even say that there's you know, blood in the streets? They, I mean, that, I didn't, didn't like he, that either. Didn't he say that? I though? mean, he ends up saying that, but like, know, it's a big kidding. thing of no blood in Vosterat. They play a little fast and loose with the rules of yeah. this place. Yeah, I mean... To me, when you have a bunch of brute, savage warriors like that, I would expect that somebody gets a little tipsy. Somebody, there's blood spilled. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what makes this city, like the sanctuary of it, so special. Is just none of that's allowed. Everyone leaves their weapons outside. They're still killing, but there's no blood. Yeah. Remember John Wick? Remember the hotel? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're all brutal savages, but this is... Sacred ground. Sacred ground. <laughs> yeah. You don't do it here or you get dealt with. Right. Yeah. I, I totally get you. I get you. But the the fight scene now, Jor getting his <laughs> ass whipped. I'm talking like didn't even get an inch in. And then, I, I'm going to be honest with you, the funniest spot the entire night was him throwing the dirt up. And the guy goes, <laughs> shuffles to the side like, you even threw dirt slow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I was well, like, it'll be like five episodes this 
five episodes ago, Jor was dominating the fighting pits. Like, taking out people left and right. Oh, yeah, you know. And then just whole ass was running around and rolling and doing this and that stuff. And he is taking a severe ass. And this guy is, like, stomping a mud in a hole in him and walking it dry. It was unreal. Uh... This is a long way from the fighting pits, obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Joris must be still out of breath from the hike. I mean, this is pretty sad. It really was. I, I mean, don't think he would at least get a an inch in. Give, give me at least one rib shot. Tell me he gave the guy something. You know, a scratch. Let, let him know he was in a fight, at least. <laughs> Instead, his mouth looks like meatloaf in oh, a be- after a beating. You know? Oh, my God. You know? I've never felt so bad for anyone in this show. And... <laughs> He got to live. Yeah. Man. Yeah, he can't die fast enough from grayscale. He's losing oh, his Oh, you go away. <laughs> <laughs> why, why does my man not cut his arm off? I mean, does that not cure the situation? I don't think he cares to live necessarily. He just he... wants to live long enough to see so, Danny, you yeah. know, in power. But, I mean, to be real with you, it is his left arm. It's not like he's going to be using that thing for any other reason. Obviously, in this fight, it don't matter what arm it is. <laughs> yeah, really. It really could be. <laughs> he cut off his feet as far yeah. as I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, really. oh, oh, that was vicious. Yeah, I don't He needed to sweep the leg or something. <laughs> yeah. Just but, go fetal position. Imagine it's a bear. Well, I'm hoping there's some kind of magic out there that saves my boy, but I'm, I'm not... I'm not Getting a lot he of doesn't deserve here. it after that fight, man. Oh, come on, man. No, he needs to. Uh, y'all just a bunch of haters is what it is. <laughs> a bunch of haters. No, I really like this character. I mean, I hope, oh, he, yeah, I mean, I hope he... If he gets an ending, I hope it's better than what I just witnessed. That was the ending. <laughs> that ass-whipping, yes. There's no doubt. So, I mean, I guess we're at the, the, the final scene here. I feel like we've missed something, you know? We, you know. Well, um... And we've covered... We kind of skipped over the... Tom and and uh, Cersei little speak blah blah. But well, the Queen of Thorns, we, we you know talking about her bringing her army and Kevin being like you know hey you know if this goes south you know I will where are you going to be you know you know I, how do y'all feel about Jamie you know coming leading and commanding and saying do this do that do this do that I mean that's his job. Uh, well, I mean, he so. knows how impulsive Cersei is too. So he has to rein it in. Yeah. Otherwise, it could be a damn sham. So I, I agree. I mean, I think yeah. that's his job, basically, at this point. <laughs> well, somebody please kill Pycel. Somebody <laughs> needs to take these chains. Did it take him 27 minutes to walk across the floor in front of them? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I literally I felt that. like I could go get popcorn and come I back. I, I loved it. I loved it so much. It was like, it was like <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Making I mean, sure you hear all the chains going nice. and like turtle walking. I was like, you keep it going, man. <laughs> oh, it was... Awful. Oh especially because it makes me go back to, I think it was like in season two, where he was showing that he was still very spry. Like he was like doing like some jumping jacks, and then he like got in character and put the chain yeah. on. I was like, oh. My eyes are still burned from the scenes where oh. he was in the whorehouse for Littlefinger's place. And I yeah. was just like, oh! <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's too much of pie cell. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they cut that. They cut that stuff out. If you watch the Blu-rays, that's in the deleted scenes. Where there's actually an old scene where Tywin questions, is talking to Pycelle and is like, why don't you just cut the shit? You know, stand up straight. And you see Pycelle actually stand up straight. He's no longer feeble and, you know, skitching around and stuff like that. But they cut it out. 
it's all deleted now. Oh, so they're man. not they're not yeah. going that route. Ah, see that would add so much intrigue to the whole situation. No, F Pacel. I hope he dies. Horrible. I know. I was hoping he'd trip and change, take his head off. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they strangle him by. No, his no, 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 no. Sir Robert Strong just you know, it's like a, a juicy just melon. Him. <laughs> yeah. No, we've already seen that. I don't know. One-handed, though. Poor Red Viper. Uh, yeah. May that. he rest in peace. <laughs> Pieces or spool or whatever. May he resurrect Dorn. Uh, Someone yeah. needs oh, to. Oh, gosh. May he rest in puddle. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. Uh, uh, but, you know... All right, but we, that's, I think yeah. that's about it, though. Yeah, it? yeah. So, all right, so we're at the end here, and she rolls up in there, you know, being all badass. and But big deal, though. We got two major armies on the move now. We have the Vale Army, and now we have the what's their name? Tyrells. Tyrells are yeah. coming down. Well, and the Wildlings. I mean, that's three major armies roaming. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're right. And possibly the Boltons. So, I mean, we could have we have a lot of movement going on. Yeah, yeah but they're going in different directions. Doesn't matter. They're we're moving. still setting up possibly two bigger battles between the North and the South. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder what they're going to spend their big budget on this year. Oh, it's going to have to be the White Walkers again because Ed it has to be. Ed was still talking about it was like we were over there. You know what's over there? How can you leave us? So I mean, the White Walkers are not done yet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really don't. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see where they're taking this. But I mean, I think it's still going to be dragons, and I think it's because I mean we know Drogon is going to fly over Vosthorthrak. Because, I mean, we've seen it in the promos and stuff. And so, anytime dragons appear, that, that's going to be a lot of the budget. Yeah. So, she's in she's in this place. She's talking, you know, and she's giving her her whole spiel. And I love the, what's the, the call. He's like, you know, we're going to rape you. These are going to rape you. This is going to rape you. Even the horses will get turns if there's any left of you. you know? If there's anything left, <laughs> yeah. the horse is going to go. It yeah. was weird to see him transition because at first he was very sympathetic with her you know it was like you know you're gonna live out your days and then as soon as she said maybe you're not worthy and you should i should rule it was on then yeah (laughs) you know yeah how dare you yeah i love that i did love that i guess they didn't have to come out and tell us but obviously what you know she had um jorah and dario do was spread oil all over that and place. lock the door and barricade yes, the door. What do you call it? I was all when I was on Facebook and social media. People were like, "Well, that's the fastest light up ever." Da 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 da. I was like, "Y'all are not getting this here." Yeah, yeah. There was a there was a purpose. You know, this is a classic like church lynching oh, yeah. we've seen before. <laughs> yeah, this was a, you know it was a perfect. It was almost like an entrapment in a unique way. You know, and uh, yeah, it was it was money in the bank. You know? Yeah, we've seen this many times before. It was you perfectly know. done. Yeah, this is really well done. I like her face as she's just pushing Stone him over. Stone cold, you know, a no smile. expression. A bit of a grin on her face. Yeah, just kind of looking at you like, you're about to die. This yeah. is happening. Yeah. Also. <laughs> this is the last face you'll see, you know. Great face to be the last one you're ever going to see. But Not to mention, that, that gown burns off pretty quick, probably. <laughs> no problem here with that. Yeah. I mean, you might want to be... So. Beaten off with a blistered hand. <laughs> oh, Get man. you one before you go. Yeah. <laughs> go out with a bang. All right. Were you surprised that none of them turned and just like, oh, you're going out with me and just didn't attack? Yeah, they her. all ran like, you know, like ants scurrying from water. You know, it was just. Uh, <clears throat> no, I, I'm, not gonna, I'm not surprised they tried to run, but 
Did once they knew they were her. trapped, I'd be like, well, oh, I, you're going. I never saw an opportunity for them to even turn and go towards her. You well, the one me? time you did see it, that call that does all the talking, she dumps a flame pot right on them, basically. Yeah, and so... Now, this is a big change from the books because she they're not fireproof in the books. Like, the big thing with Caldrogo was there's a lot of blood and magic mixed in there with it and a whole lot of circumstances. And so the fact that they've just immediately made her fireproof is a pretty big deal that I think this show is going to have a lot of fun with later on down the line. There's no doubt. I mean, like that that is what made that scene so cool for her to grab that cauldron, you know, and then kind of look at her like, wait a minute. Well, yeah, why you know what I mean? That That's red hot. And she's not even, you know, grimacing and then dump it. I was like, I popped my fist. Oh, hell yeah. This is, you know, it was, as soon as that, as soon as she dumped the first one, I was like, I know exactly what they did. And this is about to be epic. And to see them run around, like I'm talking about, and that I, was pretty sweet. And I was so happy that it didn't end up being Drogon that saved her. I love that she was actually able to save herself for once and show that she was the right person to rule everybody. Well, you know, this this conclusion, the way it ended up, was the better way to have all of her support. Mm-hmm. Because if the dragon came in and just roasted everything, they would be mad at her. You know what I mean? Because, you know, that's came in here and cleaned up and did all this stuff like that. And so it'd be a fear of, you know, that's the reason we lead. Now they look at her as like she is a supreme being, yeah. as a god in their eyes. And so, you know, that was the, there's that honor and respect of, you know, <laughs> just walked out of a burning place. And they moved a lot of prophecies forward from like her, the, what was the uh, Tower of the People in Quarth? Oh man, there was the Tower of the Undying, the Undying People, or whatever. There was a lot of prophecies thrown in there, and they answered a lot of those in just this one scene. I got you. <coughs> Let me tell you what I do like is that there was this rumor that she did the non-clause of no nudity anymore, and all that stuff. Did some homework on that. That is completely false and one hundred percent rumor. That was straight up her the entire way. Well, yeah, it was her, but I mean, she might have still signed that clause and just decided to do it because it was a powerful moment. Oh, no, there was there was buzz all over social media about how yeah. there was a rumor out there. She yeah. says, I'm never ashamed of my body. And there's no, a good think, reason. And then, amen, sister. Amen. <laughs> I think she actually made the joke that there should be a lot more male nudity. She did. Make yeah, that. she made a comparison to that, saying, yeah. like, I'm not afraid to be, I'm not shameful of me. Let's go ahead and go the other route. And yeah. I mean, if there's a show to do it, this is the show to <laughs> do it. This is definitely one of them, you know. There's yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. Well, other than that, man, that kind of kind of sews up the whole episode with the big the big ending there. Now, you know, everybody on their knees and kneel in front of her and stuff, and then of course, Jor and run up there and Jor needed a knee. He didn't take. <laughs> he a was knee. out of gas. Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> Somebody told me a Diet Coke, can of corn, something. Can of corn. Can of corn. Okay. He's over there looking like, maybe I can't handle the dragon at this point. Water. Okay. I cannot believe you made me get in on that. (laughs) (laughs) He's ragging on his own boy now. (laughs) Whatever. Asses. Did either one of y'all see the preview? Nope. I saw it. All right. So what's coming up? Uh, We're going to get more brand. Okay, we're gonna That's get. All right with me. We're going. We're gonna get a conclusion for the Tower of Joy. I doubt it. No, it looks like we're gonna get some of this budget we're talking about because we see Bran staring at the army of the dead there and the turning around and seeing the Night King. So that's kind of cool. Um, looks like we're gonna see possibly the King's Moot in uh, the Iron Islands. And now, if this is done poorly. I'm done with all the extensions of people we can oh, just I cut out you, every it's plot. Done poorly. 
It's uh, already done. I've seen what they do. They have this little tiny island rock, and there's just like a few people standing around it. Not the entire, you know, Ironborn out there watching and making the votes. It's a small little group of people. Oh, man. That's not good. Like we, we've tried to hype womp, up Dorn womp, and the Iron womp. Isles. And... Honestly, if you read the books and you've been watching the show, you had no idea they were even going to show this. So, whatever they give us, I'm kind of just whatever about it. Like I said, that whole part of the story can fall off the rock into the water and be done with it. And it shouldn't be that way. Because, I mean, if they're asking for material, like, oh, we don't have enough material to do 10 episodes for the next two seasons. They have it. They just don't want to do it. Well, the thing is, it all could be a huge red herring and useless. You know, Martin's not opposed to that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Anything else pop up in there? I mean, I'm sure there was other little stuff, but it, I got you. you know. After seeing the failed Kings movie, you pretty much gave up. That's understandable. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think you know how we always talk about like episodes four and nine seem to have the most epic, big moments, big budget, da 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 da? Do you think they just diverged from that plan, or was this that moment? No, I think this was that moment. You know, you just I look have... at it like um, you remember, and now his watch has ended. Where the old bear gets killed by his own people. Right. You know, that was a lot of build up that episode to that happening. You know, it wasn't like some monumental moment, but it's still a really gut wrenching, you know, moving moment, you know, like and a big plot mover too. So that's kind of how I felt about this one. Um, But this is a massive moment, really. This is Danny getting her major army. There's no doubt. I mean, realistically, at the end of last season, she gets taken, and then in four episodes, she's completely in control of the entire Darth Raki. In one episode, she wasn't even in it. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, realistically, very little screen time, and she's now... And the big thing is, she did it. It wasn't anyone helped her really or anything. She went in, killed every call. I mean, this is huge, yep. and took control of every Darth Raki. Yeah, I think, I think we have a few big moments coming this season. I think one of them I will mean, be... John's army versus the Bolton army. Which hopefully we see that fight. And that should be a... That's like an episode nine type of thing. Yeah, deal. I'm with you on episode nine there. And well, then, I mean... You don't think episode I don't, no, nine no, no. be White Walkers? I'll be honest with you. I don't think we get White Walkers. I think we, I, have, I think, I think we get a little bit of it, but I don't think it's nothing like what we expect. I think, I think the battles them. of the High Sparrow situation is going to be one of the big ones. And I think the Bolton deal is going to be one of the big things. Well, the, there's another one where the... Jamie's going to be fighting off for fighting against Blackfish, who you probably don't remember and stuff, but we've seen it in the promos. And then I think the season's going to end with the White Walkers tearing down the wall. Is that how I think the season's going to end? How many seasons we got left? Two. Two. Too shortened. early for that. Shortened, ep- shortened seasons, though, supposedly. It's only 13 Shut more episodes. Shut your mouth with that noise. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, w- I wish I could. I don't know. I think the big moments are going to be John the Boltons, the trial by combat at King's Landing, and... That's if the High Sparrow lives to see a trial by combat. True, if that's the case. And... Uh, it's probably going to be Danny returning to Marine. You know, that'll I mean, that's got to happen within an episode or two. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of with you. I don't think we're gonna get. I mean, I don't we're, know we're, we're moving so fast, guys. Like it. 
I, think I hope we do see the, you know, the Dead Army. I do. <coughs> you know, I, I, I do. I, but I don't think it's going to be what we think. I don't think it, I don't think they're going to become a play. Yeah, right. I think Danny's got to make it to Westeros first before we even see you know, them become major players. I don't. I, I mean, no. you got to have something to unite the North to use. You know what I'm saying? They have to understand where the where the real fight is. So you got to. They got to. People have to start learning what's coming. Does the Bolton thing happen before that? I mean, I think the uh, Bolton thing happens by episode six. Yeah, I think that's going to be our first moment coming. Yeah. I mean, it might even happen by next episode with as fast as we're seeing people travel. I mean, if Theon can get to the Iron Islands... I think we're going to have to have a little more convergence of armies before we get to the Bolton house and do anything. See, I see the Littlefinger thing being with their fighting, and maybe the tides will turn you know, against Jon, and then you're going to see Littlefinger's army swoop in and save the day. You know, which will, of course, make Littlefinger look God, like a hero. Yeah, and... if he gets that, Jesus, who knows where he's going to go. <laughs> Just throw up a little bit in my mouth. Matter of yeah. fact, that's you, on the you, preview. You're throwing up about your boy getting some power? No, I'm just happy he's back on TV, but not like that. You know, I take it all back. Because on the preview episode, they show Sansa talking to Littlefinger. And asking Littlefinger, did you know about Ramsay? And how he was. So, uh... so we don't. they don't swoop in. Somehow Littlefinger is getting to Sansa this next episode. Because, you know, <coughs> that cart moves faster. Hey, the, no dead weight. And you talk about Theon... Getting from one place to one place, and you're like, "How the hell is he possible to do that?" Littlefinger's the king of that. Littlefinger can get anywhere in a single episode. Well, I can believe that from yeah. Littlefinger. When we're talking about Theon, the most wanted man in the North, you see how Littlefinger travels. His little carriage he was riding in. I don't want to hear that right. crap. <laughs> yeah, tra- <laughs> travels the got style. a V eight in that thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there a Hemi? Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Well, guys, if y'all thought of anything we missed or, we, you know, y'all just disagreed or absolutely agreed, hit us up and let us know what you think. You know, you can always reach us at Bleed TV Podcast or Bleed TV Podcast on the, at gmail.com. Of course, we also have on the Facebook page. Uh, we love talking social media and adding comments and doing different things. So if there's something you want to put out there, let us know what you're thinking. We'd love to chat with you. Um, but other than that, guys, I think we're good for this episode. Y'all good? Call it. Yep. Guys, this is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we're going to catch y'all next week.